Well, hello and welcome to church today. My name is Sats and my wife Emma and I, we're the lead pastors here at C3 Reflect. We're a church in London uh, with locations in the Docklands over in the east and also southwest in Balham. So hey, come and say hello in an in-person service sometime or a dinner party. But if you are just crossing paths online, maybe even not even live, maybe you're like months later, years later, you're thinking, what's this all about? Uh, what's this church thing? What's this message? Well, hey, it's just so nice to get to spend a few moments with you and uh, so thanks for tuning in. Let me just encourage you to do two really quick things wherever you are if you've not done this before. Firstly, hit subscribe. Just do it. Just get connected so that we can keep this content coming your way and um, yeah, that would be amazing. And secondly, uh, you can jump on our mailing list. Go to c3reflect.church slash connect and you can just put your details in there, just your name, your email and we will just uh, let you know a bit more about who we are but also just send you some general encouragement and uh, I think it's just going to be the start of a great conversation. We won't spam you. You can uh, unsubscribe wherever you like but that's a great next step for you if you're thinking I'd like to just uh, find out a bit more and get um, connected. Um, So hey we're in this series called The Science of Worship and we've been talking about how God has a design for our lives, a design for how we relate to him and uh, isn't it amazing? Uh, Sometimes we just think God is this kind of weird mysterious force floating around until we actually think about the world that he created. We think about gravity, which is precisely uh, the right amount of force needed to keep us, uh, you know, from, from the cameras or floating around and like right now. We think about the sun, which is just the right temperature that is nice and warm depending on where you live, of course, Um, but it's not going to boil us alive. Um, uh, And so the world that God has created is so fine-tuned to believe that this is just a series of extremely extraordinary coincidences um, is, for me, just it's a little bit too far for me to believe. I don't think I've got enough faith to believe that. Um, For me, it just seems pretty obvious that this thing is is fine-tuned and it's designed. And it makes sense that if God has put so much effort into designing this world. He's he's also got a lot of ideas about how uh, we as human beings are designed. We're created by him, made by him in his image. And so, of course, we've got the Bible, the the word of God. God's, um, you know, communicated to us so that we can actually live a life that is full and happy and flourishing. And doesn't mean there's never any problems. It doesn't mean that the life of the Christian is just, you know, it's from one blessing to another blessing. Hey, this stuff we've got to walk through. And there's a whole Uh, just life to experience Uh, but what we do know is that God is good we know that he loves us and um, and so we've been on this series where where we've been exploring what does it mean uh, for us to worship God what does it mean in how we relate to him and what is his design in order for us to flourish and so today I really wanted to take a moment to talk about uh, the topic of fear and uh, so I've called this message why am I so afraid why am I so afraid? And um, I don't know, but I get a good feeling that if you're a human being, um, there probably aren't any robots watching, <laughs> maybe in the future, I get a good feeling that you know what I'm talking about. That fear is just hard to shake, whether it's in the small things or the big things, whether we're aware of it or not aware of it, there seems to be this kind of pervasive uh, just uh, vibe and this feeling, this experience 
that can often be so overwhelming. And what I've come to realize is that fear is not good. You know, there's like a healthy fear, isn't there? There's like, a, oh, that's gonna burn me, I won't touch it. Um, but, 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 but this sort of fear is more the, the kind of immobilizing sort of fear. And we can find that over the course of time, if we don't deal with the issue of fear, we're actually gonna find ourselves living below our potential. And also, when it comes to our worship and, and, and uh, fulfilling our purpose and honoring God in that way, we're actually going to find that we don't fully honor God in the way that we actually genuinely want to, uh, because fear was never part of God's design. Fear actually came into our world as a result of sin. Really interestingly, in Genesis, when we read the account, Adam and Eve, and uh, you know the fruit and all that jazz, and, uh, and then the moment that they, they sin, um, what do they do? They hide. Well, they've never hidden before. And this is the first time they've hidden and God is walking in the garden. He says, where are you? What are you doing? And uh, he knew, he knew what would happen, but he was asking a question, giving them a chance to maybe become self-aware about the state that they were in. And, and they're like, we were afraid. So we hid. And isn't it just like the saddest just statement, expression? And yet every single one of us understands what, what that's like sometimes, where we're living life and then it's happening and sometimes we just don't want to get out. We don't want to go out. We don't want to face the giants. We don't want to face our purpose. We just want to hide. And, and that's the human experience. And uh, if you've never experienced that, wow, you, you're a better human being than I am because I know in my life um, around everything good that I feel like I might have been able to accomplish, there has always been a battle against fear. And I'm convinced that if we can figure out how to overcome fear, we're going to actually figure out how to fulfill our purpose. I want to read you a passage of scripture from 2 Timothy. Um, it's a letter from a guy called Paul, who was an apostle in the early church, um, to one of his kind of protégés, who was also a church leader, kind of uh, serving under him. And, and, and this is what he says in 2 Timothy 1, chapter, uh, yeah, chapter 1, verse 5. Paul says this to, to Timothy, he says, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I'm sure dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God who saved us and called us to a holy calling. That's your purpose right there. Not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, and which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, who abolished death, come on, and brought life and, Im and immortality to light through the gospel for which I I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and teacher, which is why I suffer as I do. But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. So, wow, love this passage of scripture. Now, we're, we're talking in a church context right here. So let me just firstly say that uh, probably most of us, uh, are, you know, sure, we, I think we're all supposed to be a part of a church, part of a church gathering, part of church community. That's part of God's design for us to flourish. Um, but, but we're talking specifically here, like a kind of church ministry calling that Paul was talking to Timothy about. 
And what I want to say to, to you is that you may not have that specific calling, but you do have a specific calling. God has given you a holy call. Uh, and the call to uh, be in the church is not any more holy than the call uh, to family or the call to business ministry. Every call from God is important and is significant and is valuable. And I know sometimes we can give special attention and honor to the things in the church and that can be great, but sometimes that can be a hindrance um, as well. And when we look at the tribes of Israel, you know, there's 12 tribes and only one tribe is a tribe of priests, uh, the, Le the Levites. So, um, hey, that means a whole lot of us have got a whole heap of calling and purpose that God has designed to take place outside of the gathering, outside of the four walls um, of, of the church. And, and Paul right here is writing this in the midst of persecution. Like he is under such attack and he's been thrown in prison and he's been beaten and all these things that are happening to him as a result of his calling. So here's the really interesting thing is that, that when you live out your purpose, when, when you choose to live a bold and courageous life and you pursue the things of God, in his case, that was with church ministry, the building up of the saints, and it says there how he's an apostle and, and so on, you are going to find that there is going to be opposition coming your way. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but what you're going to find is that there is a, a natural opposition to, to everything that would dare pursue the things of God. Because fear is there. And when you push past fear, there is something in the spirit of this world that is intimidated by, by us pursuing our calling. And so Paul comes alongside Timothy and he says, I want you to fan into flame this, this gift of God. What is the gift of God? Well, it's talking about the calling that is on Timothy's life. So maybe that's the, a specific gifting that he's been given to build the church with. Um, so, so, so the dreams and the desires and the, the, the things, his salvation, that when he works that out, he's going to fulfill his mission and his purpose. Paul is saying, hey, I want you to overcome fear. You don't have a spirit of fear. Don't keep these things just on the inside of you. I want you to go and be fully courageous, full of faith, and to live out your life and your purpose. It's really interesting to me that often when people talk about faith, they talk about a very private, internal sort of thing. But faith, as Hebrews actually tells us, faith is about confidence in the things that God has spoken to us about. Faith is that boldness and that courage to believe that what God has said will take place. And what God has prepared for us is in our future if we walk towards it, uh, as in we receive it if we walk towards it. It is there whether we like it or not. It's whether we're going to be faithful to position ourselves to experience that. And so we need to understand that when it comes to your purpose and when it comes to living a life of faith, the life that truly honors God in worship is one that is bold. God has not designed us to be fearful, but fear is almost like this instinctive experience. You know, it's just kind of instinctive to be afraid. Uh, you know, when it's dark, it kind of just it feels a bit, you know, what's going on over here? And you see kids from a young age, just that natural fear um, of the dark. And, and fear is just an instinctive thing. But Paul is saying here, hey, Timothy, don't forget that you have the Holy Spirit. You've not been given a spirit of fear. That's, that's the default experience of humanity is a spirit of fear. But we've been given the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of self-control. And you will be able to overcome the spirit of fear when, when, we, when we get 
not just receive the Holy Spirit, but we are deliberate and intentional about allowing the Holy Spirit to overcome fear uh, in our lives. Because we can be Christians and be afraid. We can be full of the Holy Spirit and still experience those feelings of fear. But this is what courage is. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the decision to pursue God, even in the midst of fear. Faith is not just like blindly doing stupid things. Just, yeah, I'm living on the edge. I'm doing all these dangerous things. No, faith is about hearing the voice of God and then responding to what God can see and what God is saying in the midst of our feelings, in the midst of our experience. And I've got a feeling today that there are some people are listening right now and there is stuff on the inside of you that you know is part of your purpose you know it's a dream from being a child it's it's something that you've had carried in your heart for a few years but but you haven't acted on it you haven't uh, taken faith and let it be out expressed in works which is what the what james calls uh you know that's genuine faith proven faith is when it's not just internal but it becomes external impact it's not just internal reflection but it's actually making a difference in someone's life and i know that when we do that, that that's when we worship God. That's when we, we truly bring glory to Jesus Christ is when we fulfill our purpose and we overcome fear. Maybe there's somebody here today. And if you're honest, there is fear in your life. And there are things that you have put off and there are things that you have ignored. And I'm here today just to remind you. I'm here today just to shine a spotlight and say, hey, come on, don't, don't leave those things in your heart. Paul, Paul, Paul talks there about guarding the deposit, the things that have been entrusted to him. He, he talks about almost like a stewardship, like, hey, you've been given some things. You have like a moral responsibility. <laughs> a spiritual weight should be upon us to let everything that is on the inside of us be expressed into this world. Every, everything that God wants us to start, everything that God wants us to create, everything that God wants us to make you know, all the people that God wants us to serve, we, all the ideas that, 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 that are just, oh, that's a great idea. No, 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 we, we have a moral responsibility to fulfill our purpose and bring glory to Jesus Christ. <laughs> so the Holy Spirit is the key. The Holy Spirit will help us to live a life of courage and of boldness. And not to allow fear to be the dictator of our future, but instead to, to step into fully into our purpose. So, so, so what can we do? How do we live with boldness and how do we overcome fear? Well, well, the first thing we need to do is we need to name the fear. It tells us in verse 7, God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. That's power to overcome fear. But, but how can you overcome fear if, if, if you don't know where it is or what it is? It's like a hidden enemy. As soon as you name it, as soon as you uh, become aware of what's going on, you can actually say, hey, I am afraid. And that's where it's dangerous, where we get a kind of faith culture where we're not allowed to acknowledge what we're facing. Like, everything's good, everything's good. <laughs> positive thoughts, positive thoughts. It's like, yeah, 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 that's the end result. But, but actually, you need to go through a process where you become self-aware of how you're actually doing. And you say, you know what? I'm afraid of talking to that person. <laughs> you know what? I'm afraid of losing my savings. You know what? I'm afraid of losing my job. You know what? I'm, afra I'm afraid of getting my heart broken. It's, it's only when we get specific and we get honest with God and we actually tell him and allow the Holy Spirit in and create some vulnerabilities to God, not to everybody, but to God and maybe some close people in our world and ask for prayer and input. And we, when we actually name that thing, we can actually begin to pray into it. 
And what you'll find is that power will be released because Jesus says, ask and you will receive. And the problem for us is that sometimes we're so busy pretending to God that everything's fine that he's like, okay, well, let me know when you need me. We're so busy keeping up the pretense, keeping up the face of things because we, we don't want to acknowledge that we're afraid. We don't want to admit to people. We don't want anybody to know because this thing is a big deal in our heart. But I found that, that when we can get honest and when we can get specific with God, we'll actually be able to release power. But what is it that you're afraid of? <laughs> Sometimes it's success. Sometimes we're afraid of, of, being so, of, of, of becoming more, you know, blowing up in the wrong way. Sometimes we're afraid of, of failure. Sometimes we're afraid of people. And sometimes we're even afraid of God himself. Sometimes we're so afraid of missing the mark. Sometimes we're so driven by performance and results. And so we keep working because we're afraid. We, we, can't, we can't let this thing drop. We're so afraid of not being enough. Whatever it is, we need to take the time and go on the exploration so that we can actually identify what are we so afraid of. You'll find that power will come into your life um, and uh, there'll be freedom. The truth will set you free. Getting clarity around the truth, it's going to set you free. It's the first thing we need to do. And the second thing we need to do is we need to let go of the fear. It's a a spirit of, of power and a spirit of love. You know, you can only let go of things in a safe environment. I just want to encourage you today. You know that you can be in a safe place with the Holy Spirit. God is not waiting to pounce on your vulnerabilities. He's not waiting to highlight your mistakes. Romans says that there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Grace has given us access to God. But in that place of the presence of God, we have the choice. Do I want to hang on to this thing? Or do I want to let go? Do I want to let go of my fear? And we can do that very simply by just saying to God, I let go. (laughs) We identify, we name that which we're afraid of, and we let go through our words and we say, God, I I give you this fear. And and thirdly, uh, uh, we we stay diligent. We're going to do the work. So this is given as a a spirit of power, love, and self-control. Oh, self-control is a tricky thing. It's one of the fruits of the spirit. But self-control is, is, is about being disciplined with yourself. So this isn't an, an instant fix. If you're thinking fear's gonna just go, well, it, it might just go, but then you're gonna have to work to keep it out. You're gonna have to work not to allow that, 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 uh, you know, that insecurity to come back uh, into your heart. You're gonna have to work uh, at being accountable and transparent to people so that they can call that out in you and say, hey, I just noticed, I feel like you're living a little bit afraid uh, in this area. Uh, and, and so we, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to keep us accountable and, and, and to stop us from simply just going back to how everything was. This is a total life shift where we shift our lives from, from the fear of man and the fear of failure and all the other fears. And instead we begin to be full of the power of God and the love of God. And we live a life that is full of self control. Hey church, I'd love to just pray for you as we close this message right now. Um, Because I know that God's heart for you is that you would live above fear. And um, so often these moments just take place with a little vulnerability. So wherever you are, maybe you want to just close your eyes. Maybe you want to just open your hands to God, lift your hands to him and say, God, I'm here. And I know that right now, the presence of the Holy Spirit, this is us fanning into flame the purpose 
that is on the inside of you? Do you know how much purpose is on the inside of you? Do you know how much value is in what God has asked of you? Do you know how many lives will be touched and blessed and impacted by your battle today? And you may not see it, you may not see fully what God has got for you, but I wanna speak that prophetically over you today and let you know that your life has meaning, your life has purpose. Sometimes the personal battles, we don't realize what they represent, but God will always allow those battles, that the things that we've won will open up things for other people. And when we experience freedom, freely we receive, freely we give. And I just know that everything that I minister out of, everything in my purpose that, that, that helps people um, is, is out of a personal breakthrough. And so I believe today you can have a personal breakthrough around the issue of fear. We, we've lived in a fearful world, uh, particularly over the last couple of years. There's been a lot of fearful information, fearful input uh, coming in through our senses. And I, I know today that God wants you to be free. So Holy Spirit, I pray for every, every person. Come just lift your hands wherever you are. Holy Spirit, I pray for every person. God, we pray against fear and we remove it right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Just maybe you wanna just be honest to God right now and say, this is, this is what I'm afraid of. <laughs> so, some of you, there's things that you want, but you're afraid of what it takes to get there. So you want the relationship, but you're so afraid of, of being hurt. So you want the success, but you're so afraid of failure. You, 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 you want to, to, to live in that healthier, happier lifestyle, but you, you, you're so afraid of what that means, the pain that you'll have to go through to get there. Hey, just right now, let's take a moment just to tell God and to let him know and say, God, Holy Spirit, would you help me today? Thank you so much, God. We love you so much. We're so grateful to you. And we pray, God, that you'd create a church and a bunch of people and whoever else is watching that are free from fear. God, help us to keep taking steps of faith. Help us to live a life that is full of boldness. We pray for an injection of courage, an injection of audacity into this group of people, we pray in the name of Jesus. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in today. So appreciate that we got to spend this time together. And don't forget to head to the website, hit subscribe, all of that jazz, and come say hello in person. You can also find us on Instagram um, at C3Reflect. We'd love to connect uh, with you. God bless you, and uh, we'll catch you soon.